Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. What's up, everybody? My name is Alex. And I'm Nick. You're listening to The Thread, presented by Ronnie Scott and Hennessy. On SohoRadioLondon.com. That was Black Quails by Thundercat, new track. He's doing a roundhouse gig in April, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. let's not, you all know Thundercat. Let's get into the music of our guest. Our lovely guest has arrived. Please help me welcome Cassie Kenoshi. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming down, Cassie. How's your day going so far? Um, it's all right. It's been a bit intense and intense. a bit mad, but it's all good. But you're so busy all the time at the moment, right? Running Seed playing in all these other different ensembles you're an artist in residence up in Dundee right? In Dundee that, that finished in November last oh, year oh did it? Yeah. right yeah, okay how did that go? yeah that was great I wish I yeah. could have spent more time in Scotland but I had to um, yeah. make sure I was doing all the other stuff as well Yeah. but it was really good really insightful so I'm looking forward to going back how long were you there? it's a six month um, residency so I was sort of back and forth between London and Scotland and wherever Cockroco was um yeah, since April last year. Fair enough. <laughs> Being an artist in residence, that's that's. Do you want to talk? Should we talk about that for a second? Because I don't think many people know what that's like. Yeah, I mean, it was composer in residence, so it was um, the Cameron Mackintosh um, musical theatre composer scheme, uh, where they it's more about developing the skills that you need to make good musical theatre. So I got the opportunity to observe a lot of things. I even got to follow them to America. Um, this um, duo called Noisemaker who make amazing musical oh. theatre. So yeah, that that was really great, insightful, and I wish I had been able to spend more time there. Is theatre a, a major passion of yours? Yeah, um, just writing for any kind of collaborations that include other mediums is something I'm very interested in. I, I got into composition because I wanted to be a film composer. So working with other um, art forms is really a big interest of mine. Wow. That's really cool. But I mean, that. so just rewinding a second, because I know you from just the jazz music that you make and or the, the records that you're on. And um, as I was walking into the station today, I just went on your website and saw theater and you were just talking about artists in residence. So should we just maybe take it back to the beginning for a second, uh, how you started playing and, you know, your studies and stuff before all this? Yeah, um, sure. I think um, the first music education was uh, my the stuff my parents were listening to so just being around constant music and dancing around the house um, my parents listened to pretty much everything uh, and constantly had like uh, jazz on jazz records on jazz radio stations on but then Sundays was classic FM day so mm. it was a mixture and then I started um, I had um, piano lessons from age six which was classical and then started clarinet 
age 11 and that was a natural progression to move to saxophone when I was 13 because it's a bit more fun instrument. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but yeah. you still play piano I imagine um, I, I compose it's a bit weird so I compose mainly at the piano I write yeah. all tunes there <clears> and <throat> just improvise and make up stuff. but my because I didn't very much enjoy it I didn't practice as much and my skill level's gone down so I don't really play per se but it's there well kind of. I just want to, I'll do it now. I just want to praise uh, the compositional skill and because Seed Ensemble's Drift Glass, which was nominated for Mercury last year, uh, Nick and I were talking. For me, it's it's the jazz record of the year out of London in 2019. Absolutely loved it. Rinsed it. Yeah. We beautiful. play it constantly on the show, oh. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Big, big fan of, of just everything about it, and I was hoping that today... Uh, at some point we could maybe talk about some of the tunes and play them and stuff yeah, sure. um do you want to talk about the concept of that record or like what how you came to write it uh, the forming of seed and just the birth of the whole project yeah um i think so the first tune on that collection of compositions that was written was the dream keeper so i wrote that in 2015 i, I studied composition at trinity laban and i had to write a piece for my final portfolio and that was that um, but the reason it's a 10 piece, um, that lineup was because that's the year I saw Yaz Ahmed's um, all female 10 piece perform at the South Bank Centre. Yeah. And I've always wanted to write for big band. Um, and I saw that you could achieve that same kind of sound with 10 people rather than 20. Mm. Um, and so 2015, I put together a one off band, but that with the intention of continuing a, a version of it once I graduated so Seed was formed in 2016 um, with pretty much the same same instrumentation slightly different lineup. I was going to ask about the instrumentation so you had in your head what instruments you needed to create that orchestral big band sound yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to base it on base it more on like stuff traditional big bands like yeah. um, for my final performance I had the Tomorrow's Warriors Youth Back, yeah. um, big band come in and play and I was writing a lot for that and mimicking Maria Schneider and stuff yeah. like this but um, as I said like after seeing Yaz's mm. instrumentation I was like well that's more achievable more manageable but still gets a full sound uh, sorry if you've been asked this before uh, what a seed ensemble what, what's about what's the name about how did you come to the name um, um, seed just the word seed plotting a seed of awareness for a lot mm. of so a lot of the right. compositions I talk about are written to kind of share opinions or highlight certain issues that I feel are important lovely and you're at the helm compositionally of seed mm. let's talk briefly about uh, a couple of the other um, projects that you're in I mean Kokoroko absolute force of nature on the live scene and a, a brilliant EP last year which we rinsed as well and Naria as well um, how does the compositional um, duties work in those bands uh, in Naria it's very much collective um, yeah. now so it's, it is a collective no it's no one's child or baby really it's more we um share duties so democracy that. yeah 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 <laughs> so so with that is proper it, one <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So that we um we we write together or we'll bring in like an idea and workshop it together and develop it with Kokoroko um so that's Sheila Maurice Gray's band yep. um but we it's the same it's kind of similar actually even though um Sheila's the band leader um she's written tunes but also um there's a tune by Johan the Quebec yeah. the pianist I've written a tune for the band Richie. Uh, 
yeah. entirely. Yeah, everyone brings in ideas and then it's the yeah. same sort of thing, workshopping them and refining them together. Interesting. I think, that I, I was trying to remember the first time I met you or at least saw you play live and I think you can correct me if I'm wrong I think it was at the Ezra Collective Islington show yeah, in 2017 so. mm. yeah, yeah you uh, you opened up for them with Cockerocco and it was just it was such a celebration and such an amazing show and immediately captivating I think that was the first time I saw you um, perform live but it's also interesting I find to to go back to that that time we had Femi on uh, a little while ago on the show and we were just talking about in three years how the scene has kind of progressed and obviously there's been this this bubble if you like of artists getting huge limelight and getting booked at Coachella festivals and you know getting booked around the world which is fantastic but it's kind of now where does it go and is it progressing beyond that I d just wondered if you had a take on on that um I guess it is progressing beyond that because people are realizing that London is a bit of a bubble. Mm. So I think collaborations are reaching outside of the city. Like a big example is Joe Armand Jones collaborating with Georgia Muldrew. Yeah. Um, I think, oh, and uh, Nabaya with Mackay and McCrave and mm. stuff like that. I think it's quite nice that it's, people are realizing that the jazz community or jazz related music is more of a global community than just reserved to just one city one city yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so is, it's, the, is there a collaboration that you really want to happen for you or is you allowed uh, to say it's going <laughs> to happen or something i could <laughs> say but i have to <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i don't have um i've got like a list of ideas lots of ideas yeah. and stuff i'd really love to be able to work with steve layman who's a yeah. um, alto sax player in the uk because his stuff's great um or yeah, there's lots of other ideas yeah. as well. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully you come who to who are your big influences on the sax, if you can say? Uh, on alto, so um, Jackie McLean is yeah. my ultimate favourite. Wow. Steve Lehman, who then sort of is a link from Jackie McLean, which so it makes a lot of sense. Um, and the, But in the UK, um, Jason Yard and Nathaniel Facey yeah, are right. my favourites. And yeah. I think they're all linked, really, like just yeah. in sound and they're all listening to each other and stuff, apart from Jackie McLean, obviously. But... Um, yeah, uh, they're my favourites. And Cannonball Adley. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we play the Dreamkeeper since you were talking about that? And that's the first track from the from the group. Uh, this features Sharice Adams Burnett. Was that, is it a friend or you're like, I need her voice on the track? Or Both, what? really. I've known Sharice. So I moved to her school for six, to study in the sixth form. And do you, so I've do known you claim Luton then. the way she does? I'm not from Luton. <laughs> I'm from Wellington City. So, you know. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dreamkeeper featuring Sharice Adams Burnett, Seed Ensemble. Beautiful track. Um, yeah, beautiful album. You should be proud of it. Thank you. Amazing album, in fact. And Mercury Prize nominated. <laughs> Could I dig a little bit into that? Because I don't know what quite what it's like. What was it like to get the nomination? And what was it like on the night? Um, to get the nomination, it's super exciting. I got. Yeah. Um, I was on tour with Cockroco in France. Got a phone call from Adam from Jazz Refresh to say, and I just screamed. And everyone was like, "What? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super exciting." Yeah. Um, I wasn't really. I kind of I forgot about the that that about the Mercury's. <laughs> so to get the nomination, I was like, "Oh, whoa!" Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that was great. The night itself was. Um, 
really interesting. It was very interesting to see the more commercial side of how the right. music industry is run. Yeah. Um, it was also really great to be able to see so many great acts live right one night um yeah it was really nice to have i think it's really great to have the album celebrated in a world which jazz isn't necessarily seen as a mm. part of mm. um so whilst there's a lot of albums that really deserve to be celebrated on that level it was nice to be a part of um, the evening so. yeah because there was who else was on the, the uh, little sims was on there wasn't uh, was nadine sean or was that the year before? I know Idols was on and Black Midi was on. Idols, it was quite Black a Midi. rock it was a strong contingency. Year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, lots of great albums. Uh, who won in the end? Uh, Dave. 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 Yeah. Good old Dave. <laughs> Dave, nice one, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool. you were robbed, Cassie. We would have oh, voted for you. Before we leave that subject, any any crazy backstage story like somebody fell over and spilled a beer on somebody else or something like that is that, anything that is cool? great that would be crazy <laughs> that, that would be mad to be honest I think it was more mad on the stage like Black Midi when they were jumping all over the place and then when they came off it was less of that so yeah fair enough mm. um, so this summer we were talking a little bit off air I know Naria's about to go on tour um, and this summer, I see Seed and Kokoroko and Naria are are pop. They're all popping up. Mm-hmm. Surely you're not gonna be able to be in three places at once. So what, what's the plan to conquer um, that? Well, I mean, we've kind of worked. Well, I've kind of worked out. So uh, Naria go on tour next on Monday for two weeks. Then in March, Seed goes on their UK tour, and then Kokoroko is a bit as a uh, bit different. Like just doing some UK tours that I can't make and then they've got a north um north sea oh yeah yeah lots of basically yeah. lots of dates i don't know if i'm allowed to say anything so i'm not going to say okay. anything but there's yeah, lots okay. of dates coming up lots of dates check the, check the Days. website, <laughs> yes, check the website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah you're right i can't always make everything it's just um getting better at time management and scheduling and uh, compromises cool, with band leaders cool. well so hopefully something we can mention because this is going out a little bit later is um that seed are going to play at our festival Yes. Uh, at the end of July, uh, Milestones Festival in Ali Pali. So really excited you're joining the bill on that. July 26th, come join us at Alexander Palace. It's yeah. going to be a good day. Yeah. Um, before we play another tune uh, from the record, I was just thinking, uh, you know, you say you got into music because you really wanted to compose for film. Mm. And I know that touring, you know, especially touring in mul- multiple bands is quite... Uh, trying i'm always fascinated with uh, the writing process in general are you one of these people that writes on the plane and the bus and the car and and all and just like something comes in you just pull out the pen and it happens or do you need to do the artist in residency thing <laughs> and go in the woods so it's a bit of a mixture really um so i would say drift glass was ri- was written when i had a lot more time to to write um so i guess that's the going into the woods thing but then um so i just finished um a ballet boys commission i was commissioned to write um for a dance piece with the ballet boys and seed ensemble uh, we just recorded the soundtrack uh air studios on tuesday and then also we're playing with them live at sadler's wells and that was finished in the tour bus with kokoroko somehow um <laughs> so <laughs> so it's a mixture of things really on the road and i or singing into my phone or um hopefully being able to put aside time to write at home but yeah and are you challenge channeling certain influences with seed i imagine you know are you, are you sort of thinking oh it's got to be in this kind of mold 
or is it is it completely free are you sort of completely open to any idea that comes in i think it's more completely open i think yeah. what the only thing that doesn't really that doesn't change is the instrumentation i, I mean mm. i'm hoping to think more outside of the box for the next record with instrumentation but um when writing it's simply just writing how i want to um yeah. for those particular people in the band mm-hmm. do you write the lyrics or do you do you no, give that to a vocalist no. give that so the dreamkeeper t- uh, for example and wake take lyrics from langston hughes poems oh, okay and then um zana's lyrics on afronaut and mr echoes on interplanetary they wrote themselves and i okay. prefer to do that we'll have a discussion yeah. and then um they do what they do best well, we're on that. You said, I mean, you said the album uh, and seed is you're planting the seed for things that you want to talk about. Mm. Uh, do you want to pick a track from the album and maybe give it a bit of an intro of what that the concept of that tune's about before we play it? Because I could just play the album from beginning to end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Um, uh, maybe wake. I know um, that also features Sharice, um Adams Burnett. Yeah. That's the one that takes its lyrics from Langston Hughes. Um, that's for me quite an important composition because it was written in response to the Grenfell Tower tragedy Um, and the reason being uh, I mean music is the best way for me to express how I feel about things but also um, it's something that really requires talking about Um, the British media like to sweep things under the carpet or make you forget by covering up with other things and this was my way because I always announce what the composition's about at every live show this is my way of continuing the conversation Mm. This is Soho Radio and we're still here with Cassie Kenoshi. Uh, the track you heard was Wake for Grenfell from Seed Ensemble's Amazing Drift Glass. Um, I haven't got too much more time. I just thought I'd like to shine a little bit of a light on some of the amazing musicians in Seed, actually. Could we just quickly name check one or two of them? Sure. Um, yeah, Shirley on guitar, right? Yep, Shirley on guitar. Um, Chanel Gordon is yes. our pianist now. Yeah. Um, he's brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, Rio Kai on bass, Patrick Boyle on drums, and then Miguel Grody on trumpet one, Sheila Maurice Gray on trumpet two, myself on alto, Chelsea on tenor sax and flute, Chelsea then, Carmichael, yeah, yeah, Chelsea Carmichael, yeah. Um, Joe Bristow on trombone, and then Theo and Cross on tuba. I wanted to do that because it shows how strong the scene is. I mean, so many of those players all stretching out, doing their own projects. You know, exploring the music, taking it in different directions. It's, it's so great. I'm Sheila Marie Gray's biggest fan. I don't know. I don't know if she knows that or not. Um, <laughs> she does now. She's listening. Well, of course she's listening. Uh, is so. Is there is there plans for part two, record number two? Uh, yeah, there's plans. It's just um, writing the music. <laughs> I've written about two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, two that tunes. bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there, no, I've got. It could a be whole, two long tunes. Could, could, yeah. yeah, you know, <laughs> two just two one sides aside? of one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I just need to put aside the time to write it, but I've got a proper project plan put together for that. So it's coming. Amazing. Final thoughts, final words, final goodbyes, thank yous. Anything? You just did. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> that, went, that, that was your final thoughts. <laughs> uh, uh, to the gallery, anything Anything you want to add before we, before we pick the last tune? 
I think I think you know you you always do you always lay down the gauntlet like that. You put me on the spot, and then I'm like, what? you should know by now. We've been doing this three years. All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on with us today. It thanks means a lot. We've me. been trying to make this happen for a while, but diaries don't align. Um, so thank you for coming down. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Soho Radio. Thank you, Hennessy. Thank you, everybody listening. Uh, the last track is going to be off of Drift Glass to stay on theme. Go ahead. Is it? Is it going to? Which one is it going to be? Um, interplanetary migration. Any particular reason? Um, just cause I was thinking of Windrush all week, <laughs> and I think yeah. and this is related to that. So, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks for having me. <laughs>